you know, one part coffee, two parts makali. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made, I invented uh, kafakali. God damn, Hepsi, I love that intro song. Bark, bark, bark. Wolf, wolf. Uh, good morning, Dago Dogs. Uh, here we are another morning. I gotta say, uh, you know, it's, uh, I gotta give uh, credit out here to the past podcasters. You know, uh, it's it's tough. It's tough to put together some, uh, some content weekly for this league here. And, uh, you know, we met Baker yesterday. Here we are again this morning. And, you know, you forget conversations. So, uh, <laughs> I mean... Zach Queasley, uh, the original Twids. Yeah. Uh, who else we got? Babin's podcast. Right. The chicks. Uh, what was that? The very unofficial. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, then Jenna got... Branky and Jenna. <sighs> yep. The two Jennas. Uh, <clears throat> fast pitches. Fast the... pitches. Yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, you know, hats off to them because it's uh, it's a bit of work here, but uh, a bit of fun as well. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, every week you got to schedule some time to sit down and do a record. The records go long. You got to get there. You got to schedule it. You got to do it. You got to edit it down. So it's it's a lot of time that goes into it. But uh, but we love doing it, don't we? Don't we, Hebs? Oh, sure. Uh, I mean, lovely, lovely weather, too. I'd rather be outside. But uh, let's hope this weather continues into the weekend for... Uh for this week's games. So we have uh, quite a show for you today. We have, we're going to get into Corey Baker's locks of the week. After that, uh, I had a beef, but I'm going to walk my beef back. Oh, the beef, the angry, angry beef from myself last week uh, inspired a beef from you. Yep. I, I, I discovered a new beef that I had, but, um, I've got another beef too. This, who won the 50, 50 last week? Uh, Paul Whitaker's wife did. Okay, so where's where's the news on this? This was the biggest 50-50 in DSL history. Where's Man. where's something uh, on the website or I got a beef, I'll tell you. Dude, it gets like uh, at the game, it was a big deal. You took your ass home and weren't there for the announcement or in all the weeks it's been like we we do a procession out on the field. Stella, my daughter, will pick the the ticket. It was a huge pot this past week. Exactly. Where's the news? Not everyone's around till the end of the game. <laughs> I feel like somehow you just miss out on it week after week. But what's wrong with a little blurb? Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I agree. It should be on the website. Matt Campbell dropping the ball again and again. Well, not on Matt Campbell, but you know, it's got to be. Uh, if you want this to grow, you got to get some hoopla behind now, it. It was really great because when we got there in the morning, like Leo Park. And uh, Austin and Ryan Rogers, a bunch of these people just dropped, you know, a good $50, $100 on the 50-50. So in the first 30 minutes, it was already, the pot was like 300 bucks. And then we go on through the day. You're telling, you're telling the ticket seller here. You know, go to, to oh, Austin. You? Correction. Uh-huh. Correction. He put in, uh, we start off with uh, Ryan Rogers. He goes and, uh, no, it's Austin and Cassie. They drop uh, a 50 Okay. They, they hand me a 50, no change required. I'm like, sweet, new record record purchase. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get a picture. And then along comes uh, Ryan Rogers, and he's like, 30,000 Korean won, 26 American dollars. <laughs> so, boom, we, we put that 26 to a 30. 60,000 won yeah. is, is the new, uh, uh-huh. new record. And then, boom, picture taken. And then Leo comes along. Oh, yeah, give me 100 bucks, Hepsi. I'm like... Yeah, 
Boom. Another record broken. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is game one. The pot's growing like that, and it's like, Jesus, this got to be a story in the, I don't know, the DSL Sun or the Facebook page. Softball, this is my beef this week. Well, hopefully Rob Jones is on it at the over at the Daegu Sun. Um, we're going to try to incorporate him into the Daegu Dogs Network. Yeah, let's get him on. Talk about the, let's, let's um, connect the media here. Uh, but I mean, it's 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 up to us, you know. Like we're we're a wing of the DSL media now, so it's up to us, I guess, to to break the story of the fifty fifty. Anyway, but the the okay, so yeah, let's break it. Yeah, two weeks ago, uh, Paul Whitaker, <laughs> uh, Jungun won the fifty fifty. But but the crazy thing about it is, she only put in five bucks. Mm. At least it wasn't a single ticket. Everybody hates those. You know, uh, buying one ticket and they uh, they and win. And they win. Yeah, God man. damn. Now, I want to wrap up last week because we're going to get into the upcoming week with Baker's picks and then our picks. Um, but uh, along with the 50-50, uh, the, the last piece of information from last week were the weekly awards. Now, they weren't out when we recorded our, our episode last week, so we weren't able to get to them. But they're out now. We have the Max Player cast catch height hit and then the weekly whoopsie um i'm not gonna make you guess the hit went to jason greener i believe it was his first time to hit it out of dream or um who out of uh hyojin did greener uh smoke one over the fence he hit one out wow didn't know and that. it was his first time so uh congratulations give yeah. the dog a bone big congrats height hit of the week goes to him now the catch of the week went to Minsung Minsung Park. Wait, you mean I didn't get that? You did not get the. I catch didn't of get the that week. one. But jeez, did you see that that spill I took? Your name will come up in a second. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, congrats to Minsung. Good, uh, good fielder, Park uh, Minsung. Now I don't remember this catch. I was already drunk. I don't think you were even there. He's weakened Warriors, which means this catch either came. In game four or game six, and I don't know what he did, but I'm sorry. It was spectacular. It must have been. He won an award for it. And then the um, the max player of the day was Caitlin Connolly. We brought her name up in the earlier episode to shout her out for going a thousand on a game. She had like four singles and a home run in one game. She putting together a nice nice season here in these first four games. So she was Max Player of the Week. And then we had the weekly whoopsie went to Christopher Hebbs. Come on. What do you mean whoopsie? Uh, but uh, anyway, so that, that catch on, on Ruben, I did have to like, uh, you know, run. Run hard to get it. Was it Ruben? Yeah, it was oh, Ruben. Right. It was like one of those, uh, you know, as, as long as he hits it uh, over the fence, this one went straight up. Yeah. He can do that. So, anyways, I uh, I was running hard to get it. Uh, I came in, and you know maybe I I take a tumble uh, as I'm grabbing the the ball and get it. Uh-huh. But I said, "Fuck it, let's have a bit of fun and let's let's roll." And then I just I was down there rolling. I said, "Let's keep rolling." <laughs> You're in the moment. You're having fun. Let's keep it going. What I didn't realize was there's a, a runner on first base. There sure was. And uh, so. I actually think if I had stopped rolling and I just did uh, just did a one or two or three, the guy takes off and run. But because I took seven, eight, nine tumbles, the guy was just standing on 
face and said, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and, uh, I think if you catch that, do a roll, come up, cocks ready to throw him out at first or second, maybe you come away with the catch of the week. But, but well, we, we talked enough about that. Uh, we we talked this one with uh, with Austin last week, I believe, uh, my my exaggerated tumble. But you know what, Hebsy? One thing you and I have in common is we love to laugh. Don't we? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, we love to when... laugh. We love to have a good time. And that's what you were doing out there. The DSLs for fun. It's a fun league, a beer league. And so you going out there and rolling around and making people laugh, have a good time. Trying to get the catch of the week, damn it. Hey, God damn it. Uh, now you, you, you get you a beer from me. You get a beer from me, Hebsy. You can't try to get the... Uh catch of the week or the hit of the week it just happens <laughs> i guess so you know uh, but what about uh weekend whoopsie does that qualify for a free beer from dsl oh i think i think it may be from baker i, I don't know if it's a little behind the scenes here last year the award was called Corey baker's boner of the week as an homage to baker making so many bad bad plays uh we decided to give award in honor of him for a bad play, we've renamed it this year to Weekend Whoopsie. And so, being that it originated from Corey Baker, I think maybe Baker owes you a beer. So get on him about it. All that. right, I will. Uh... Now, speaking of Corey Baker, we we spoke to him yesterday. We did. Uh, spoke to him yesterday morning. And, uh, I mean, uh, let's have a listen, get his uh, picks, and break down a bit. All right, we'll be back in the shed after Corey Baker's Locks of the Week. Wolf, Wolf, welcome back, uh, David Dogs. Uh, glad to be here on this uh, Cinco de Mayo, otherwise known as Children's Day in uh, in Korea. So, gonna be uh, shaping up for uh, a lovely day out there. Yeah, isn't it great that Korea and Mexico have the same holiday? We can we can take it off here for Children's Day, but then get drunk all day off tequila and celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Korea also has a, a bastardized version of a taco, bulgogi taco, but those are uh, are quite good, actually. Corey Baker, what do you usually do for Children's Day slash Cinco de Mayo? Normally, we'd head out camping. It's usually the first long weekend to get a, to get good camping in, and today happens to be a gorgeous, perfect day, but it's on a Wednesday this year, so no camping this year. We're going to go and head out to the beach play some bocce ball, do some barbecuing, throw a frisbee around, dip my toes beach. in the water. It's going to be a beautiful day. How do you like, uh, how do you like beach bocce ball? Cause uh, I play with uh, Scotty Tapano quite a bit, but he's got a big, uh, a big yard. You've been over there, right? Lots of hills, lots of curves, lots of angles, uh, pretty fun game. So I don't know if I could dig the, the beach bocce. You just throw it and it just sticks in the sand. It doesn't just stick. It tends to roll. Depending on the angle of your throw, it tends to roll uh, one to five extra meters. 
really, even in the sand. Yeah, and uh, the different different textures of sand uh, as we run along and play the full game, the ball will roll different speeds. So if you get the real hard, wet sand by the beach, it rolls a little faster. Soft, oh, fluffy yes, sand. Uh, well, I mean, I like my bocce, uh, but like I said, uh, playing in that uh, big grass field, well mowed lawn, I'm not sure I could dig uh, beach bocce as much. Yeah, the only problem with heading up to the top of Timpano's Hill is that you have to put your car and life at risk to get up there <laughs> just to play a game. Of <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty crazy driveway. Uh, I noticed that uh, from the conversation here, only two of us have ever played bocce at a certain level, at least. Uh, Dustin got nothing to say here. He's, it's okay. We understand. Well, well, <laughs> riveting, riveting as this is, I wanted to get back uh, to talk about <laughs> hey, the DSL. I've got gardening. I've got gardening queued up. So let me know hey, you uh, wanna, when you want to. Give us five minutes on that. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, my gardening starts in February. I won't. Uh, won't get into it, but my peppers been, uh, you know, been growing inside for a few months. Now they're getting ready for the garden, so it's uh, it's quite uh, quite a time, quite a time of the year over here uh, at Namhari. Fresh herbs are popping. I don't know if uh, DSLers like oregano, but I got it by the uh, by the bunches. Uh, give us give us an email at uh, Dago Dogs. That's uh, d o double g s at gmail dot com if you like some fresh herbs. All right, great. Well, um, <laughs> fantastic no. content. All right, uh, okay. okay are we, back are we playing to, softball uh, this week? Yeah, yeah. What's going on this weekend? Uh, Dustin, cue us up here. Well, we just finished a uh, doubleheader day, and um, uh, Hebsy, I wanted to run through the stats uh, last week. You're the you're the stats guy. Um, How did we all do? <laughs> I thought we had a little uh, session. Say, don't leave me in the stats questions because. Uh, it was it's a busy week, goddammit. You know, you just saw me go off on gardening. I also got a a woodworking project trying to finish off for uh, Parents' Day this this coming weekend. Uh, okay, well, and, we'll do the stats next week then. We'll do them next week. How about I promote you to stats guy? Well, I just, I mean, but you've been keeping track since week one, right? Of like who's picked whom, right? Like th those stats yeah. are out there. Or we could go listen to the whole thing again. Yeah, I got notes scattered all through the garden there. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to see uh, see where they are, but I'll get it together. I would say, like, I would offer what I how I think I did last week, but I know it's out there, and I'm gonna be wrong, so I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna say it. But I would be curious to know how I did, how Baker did, how you did last week, and how we're doing overall, because there's a lot well, riding I, on this. Uh, I'll tell you, I do know the gist of it, but uh, you started off well. I don't know how you finished, but uh, I know that because uh, you're like. In game three, you're like, hey, uh, two and oh, my first two picks this morning. Um, <laughs> so I know you're off to a good start. You and Baker were similar, so you guys were good. I was shit in the, the first three, but I came around in the, the last three. A lot of picks. So uh, uh, where uh, you guys, if I had to guess, and we'll check this, how good my, uh, my stat knowledge in, in head is compared to the actual stats. Uh, so I'm going to say that you and Baker went four for two on the week, and I went three for three. Four and two, three and three. Yeah, okay. That, yeah, now, you guys, you guys did uh, did well, but I came around in those last three games. Uh, my my picks were locked in well. Actually, you know what we can do is to make this less annoying for the listeners. We we're going to record you and I in person tomorrow in the shed, 
and we can have <laughs> we can have those stats for that. So yeah, when that's... the listener listens to this, if you're the listener, just wait ten minutes and we'll get to the shed part and we'll have these stats for you. I uh, see. So are you telling me that you're putting that on my uh, my list, uh, my to do list today? It's uh, it's my first day uh, as a father in Children's Day. I got the gardening, I got the woodworking. Now I got to do stats. Come on, just who picked what? who? Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out there. Uh, anyways, come on, let's get into What's some games here, uh, fellas. Uh, Baker, you got the games up there. Uh, what are we looking at for uh, this week? Which is uh, what are we going into game six here? Is it five? Game five. Game five. Ah, yes, uh, right. Uh, game five. First game of the day is at three o'clock. It's going to be between Game of Throws and Good Times. So that's Jonesy's team and uh, Greener, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm, Greener's team looks good. Uh, Jonesy's team is uh, suffering from a horrible defeat. A couple of defeats, I think, last week, right? So I think they're still going to be down and out. I'm going to go with Greener's team. Three o'clock, Greener. Oof, two okay. is pace. Court Baker, you- uh... No, no, that's fair. Uh, and, you know, I would have done better on my picks last week if I hadn't been uh, such a homer, especially in that dirtbag game. I kind of I knew dirtbag was a powerful team there, uh, but we, we held with them. So I'll pick us again next time, goddammit. It's going to cost you your severance. <laughs> I'm seeing uh, you. <laughs> no, well, you guys didn't uh, lock in and agree to that. It's too bad for you motherfuckers. I've been here, I've been here 19 years. <laughs> there's quite some severance you got uh, all right Baker. okay dustin so uh are you gonna give your picks right now we're we gonna do that tomorrow no let's do that tomorrow let's try to stretch yeah, that one right. out giving the listeners a little hint of uh you know what's going into the content this week well yeah because okay. if we don't give our picks tomorrow i don't know that we have much to talk about listen up motherfucker we talking about DSL softball for eight weeks before the season started. What do you mean we can't fucking find 30 minutes? Hebsey, are you excited to hear the moment in history that I've just made? Uh, yeah, I got a little something I've been working on, too. Uh, just a little, uh, little couple things. So we'll, uh, we'll get that tomorrow. We'll uh, see what we got there. All right. All right. Sounds good. I'm Baker. On, I'm on the edge of my seat. Uh, five o'clock game is Weekend Warriors versus All Balls. This is a very injury-prone team, right? Uh, everybody went down with weird injuries last week. Matty Campbell is missing this week, uh, right? Oh, that's right. I think no, he said that he has something else yeah, going sandwiches on. Sandwiches are, yeah, not going to be. Okay. I know how uh, how are motherfuckers going to eat this week. This is <laughs> this is breaking news for the podcast tomorrow. There, uh, Waters. More like breaking chews. Oh boy, <laughs> there's another. Another one of our class A jokes right there. Uh, I think I think All Balls got a good chance on this one. I, I had dawned on me, or did, hadn't dawned on me, that Matty Campbell was going to be away. But uh, with him away, yeah, I think we're going to do fantastic in this one. I remember watching that team and thinking uh, that I would be nervous to have anybody else at shortstop other than Matty Campbell if I was on that team. So with him out, I think, uh, I think we're going to get some infield singles all day long. It'll be interesting to see who he does play at short because he injured himself in his first game last week. And then, so he didn't play in the second game when they lost to vibrators. He put Aaron Murphy at short the whole day. First time in DSL history that a woman has played shortstop for a whole game. 
they've done innings, but there's never ever been a lady who's played short the whole game. So a uh, little little bit of history there for the league, but uh, they barely, barely, barely lost. One run lost. So they're still a really strong team with Aaron at short. I wonder if he'll go back to Aaron or if he'll mix it up or what his strategy is going to be. Uh, but yeah, just a further comment, uh, Murphy been locking down third base for, uh, you know, number of seasons right now. So, uh, natural transition. I know it's a more difficult position, but, uh, moving from third to shortstop is not, uh, not a bad play. Yeah. So Baker, you picking all balls there on that game. I'm going to always pick our team to win. Why would I not pick our team to win? That's a silly thing to do unless you're worried about your severance. <laughs> I've been I've been doing good with my picks this this year. I think I may be at the top. We'll we'll find out in ten minutes when I get to Hebsey's shed tomorrow morning. <laughs> ten minutes that twenty four <laughs> hours. Yeah, uh, seven o'clock game, late game. Uh, hoping to not stick around for that game since my game will be done. Um, dirt bags versus vibrators. This will be an absolute blowout. This is going to be embarrassing to be on Kyle's team this day. It's good that they're in the darkness so that they can hang their head in silence. Well, I think I revealed on a uh, previous session that uh, I I heavily favor the dirt bags uh, right now in the regular season. The playoffs come around; they uh, they got some issues to work through. But I'm telling you, dirt bags are just well oiled machine right now. Uh, a baker, that was a great take. Your dog barked all through it. Um, but we, we love dogs. <laughs> love dogs. Very so. beautiful lady at the door. So I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to keep the dog from screaming and yelling at her. Oh shit! Well, I, we won't tell Sorry Chanel about, about uh, we won't tell Chanel about your uh, beautiful woman <laughs> at the door. Uh. Yeah, luckily nobody listens to this podcast, so I think I should be safe. Well, no, they do listen for that song, uh, Corey Baker's Locks of the Week. And then they turn it off or, uh, you know, <laughs> got their, are got their fix. Are you guys using the original or the, uh, are you doing the techno remix one still? Hey, we paid um, good money for the techno remix. So I'm using the hell out of that one. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't come close to the original for me, but, uh, Dustin is the, uh, the editor here. So final cut. And besides I got gardening to do. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to spend the rest of the day uh, editing this to something listenable. Hebsy, Hebsy, find those freaking stats, man. All right, we'll we'll do. Uh, hey, right. please remember to bring me those uh, hanging planter things uh, next week. I would love to have uh, have uh, like every day. I have to move my plants in and out of the windowsill. This should be a gardening podcast. Do you guys want to start a gardening podcast? Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> Baker. Yeah. So, you know, we, we can cover all kinds of things, compost, you know, growing in Korea, <laughs> organic. Uh, next episode. Next episode. Fantastic. I really look forward to it. All right. And I, I, uh, whatever. All right, guys. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> are we, are we off? Are we off the air now? No, we have to, we have to transition out somehow. We gotta, we gotta end this. Uh, yeah, like but a, I want to. Uh, we'll I want to have like five minute wind down session off air. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, okay, we gotta we go, rejoin go. now. No, no, no. Here we go. Here, just be quiet. Shut up, everybody. Shut up. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Corey, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for giving us your pick. Uh, to the listeners, uh, we'll be right back with uh, more conversation from the shed, from the doghouse. 
with myself and Chris. That's my dog. That is my dog show. That's my dog. That is my dog. That is my dog. That is my dog show. That's my dog. That is my dog. That is my dog. Me and my dog. Me and my dog. We get 'em two in a row. Me and my dog. Me and my dog. We get 'em two in a row. They just keep on calling. Bark, bark, bark. Woof, woof. Welcome back, dogs. Just to recap, there, Corey Baker takes in game one. Takes good times over Game of Throws for the three o'clock game. Five o'clock, uh, Baker chooses uh, all balls will win over the Warriors. And the seven o'clock game, last game of the night, Baker goes with the Dirtbags over the Vibe Raiders. Getting better at saying uh, Kyle's team. Yeah. Um, now, uh, we're going to get to my beef uh, here in a bit. Actually, you know what? Maybe I want to do my beef now. Just thinking about it. Because well, I I'd be lying if I'm hadn't been thinking like what what's his beef there? What's going on? So well, let, it, let's it, do it. It came up in Baker's it came up in Baker's conversation. You not having uh, the details of our bets of our of our picks ready to go. Now remember when we had Dan Lacey on the show and Dan Lacey made his picks and I said we should just have Dan Lacey's picks be Corey Baker's picks. Screw Baker, and you said no no no. I respect the sanctity of this bit. Corey Baker needs to have his picks in, and I said, "All right." And then, and then, and then now you don't even have picks. So, like, do you respect it or not? Well, your beef is going to send me into uh, my beef, which is, you know, you come over to the to the dog shed here. And you throw fucking papers upon papers. You just leave your fucking shit all over the place. <laughs> Dirty coffee cups, stat sheets all over the place. Now I'm sometimes I'm writing notes on those stat sheets, and uh, uh, I guess I, I cleaned it up and uh, had to uh, throw them away or or burn them. I, I, I burn cardboard. Uh, right. But anyways, so there it is. Anyways. A uh, little bit of extra effort, but we did manage to. Uh, There's a happy ending to this. We we've got and now. Um, and we promise moving forward. Moving forward, I'm gonna keep. Uh, um, run a tight ship on this one. Right. All right. So you've got the spreadsheet. Actually, we came in today um, early and we looked through the past picks. Can you just tell us real quick where we are? We promised the listeners that we would get to this right okay. now. Okay. Yes. Uh, so after uh, four. Four games, three weeks and four games. Baker is five of twelve, so uh, five correct, seven incorrect. Um, in second place is uh, yours truly with seven of twelve correct, and last one. So that's seven that and five. Right? Seven and five for okay. me, and uh, you're leading the way, nine and three. So nine of twelve correct picks. Uh, 75% well, goddamn. Uh, percentage right there. <clears throat> so Man. you're doing you're doing quite well. Uh, um, right. I, I knew I knew that uh, last week I was in trouble with uh, choosing uh, choosing my team over dirt bags. Wasn't Those pressed. were your only two incorrect picks last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I mentioned yesterday I think I shit the bed, but actually I did uh, pretty well. Uh, four to six on. Uh, Week three, games three and four. Yeah, so if you had not been a goddamn homer and taken your own team, you would have gone six for six. Oh, and a a share of the lead. 
and a share of the league. Uh, but no, I, I had to pick us over you guys for sure. I thought we had that one uh, in, in the books. But anyways, I'm glad you got your beef out because that uh, allowed me to get my beef out. I was just like, every time you leave, I'm like, look at this fucking dirty coffee cup, papers everywhere. And, I actually, uh, when I leave, I'm like, oh, thank God I don't have to take these papers with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this I think we should uh, add this every week, uh, beef. If we have beef, yeah. Hey, we're, and we're simpatico. Look at look at how these beefs worked out for um, the show. Okay, let's get back on topic now. Um, yeah. And so, uh, game one, let's uh, let's talk about our picks here uh, for the upcoming week. Um, three o'clock game, Game of Throws versus Good Times. Um, I know, Yeah, I know already what you're going to say here. Of course. Somebody's getting smoked like a ham, and I'm interested to know where you're going with this. Say the name. I'm saying Good Times will win this game. GT? Uh, G- what I say? What is it? GT or GOT? What'd you say there? <laughs> I didn't say either of those things. Good Times will be Game of Throws, um, but... If I've learned anything from watching Game of Thrones play, it won't be the landslide that I think it should be. I think you guys hang in there. It's maybe a two or three run game. Well, I'm going to hope that I'm wrong on this one. And I'm going to say that uh, Jason Greener gets biased this week. My first non-GOT pick. Love it. Now, let me explain it a little bit because, uh, you know, I got faith in our team. I love our team. Uh, but a couple, couple injuries, uh, including including myself. I got to talk to Jonesy uh, here tonight. But I don't know if I'm at 100. Uh, percent I don't know anyone else is missing. But after four games, I feel that uh, where our team is, Game of Thrones is fighting for that third third uh, seed. I feel that Dirtbags and Good Times are oh, right. uh, the top two teams. And I figure then we can take on anyone, but we're going to have some trouble once in a while against Dirt Bags and well, GT. And we didn't talk about, we said we were going to in a, in a much earlier episode. There are divisions. And in, out, in, in one division, it is good times, Game of Thrones, all balls. So you, me, and Greener are in the same division. And then the other division has DeVillers, Maddie, and Kyle. So really in our division, if... If Greener runs away with it, it's gonna be it's gonna be you guys and us fighting yeah. it out. So you don't yeah. want to get that last the last seed uh, in, no, no, no. in the division. You want the first seed. The first seed is a buy, and the bottom two. Oh, the bottom two. Play yes, two. right. Okay, play. I got you. Uh, speaking of which, let's get to that after. Uh, <laughs> okay. After no, uh, let's next podcast. Let's break down the divisions a little bit after a half season. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, and make that clear. One more note just for good times. Uh, that game, uh, Greener is not missing any players. It'll be his first game to play without anybody missing. Now, does that make him better or worse? I wonder. I don't he's know. been going pretty good uh, right. right now. So maybe a few less bats for his key players. Right. So that... You never know how that's going to work more out. More people but having to bench. Anyways, more sorry, Jonesy. I like uh, like Greener over us, but you know I'm betting my severance on this. I gotta I gotta go a little more. Uh, gotta be a little colder in my picks. <laughs> uh, game two, Maddie Campbell, uh, Weekend Warriors versus uh, yourself, the All Balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you? Uh, I never know what you're going to do with these All Balls uh, pick. 
You know what? I, so you know that if I pick all balls, I truly believe that all balls will win because I will pick against all balls, captained by myself from time to time. <laughs> so now, are you throwing the games to win this bit? Uh, no, if you no, lose? no, 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 no. Um, I am genuinely picking all balls to win this game uh, against the Weekend Warriors. Now, I know that Matt Campbell will not be there. We all know that he won't be there because he's not selling his his delicious sandwiches. But um, even if he were there, I still think I've seen them falter enough to think that all balls, a strong all balls team who's going to show up this Saturday can beat them. So given that Matt Campbell's not there, I really do even more so think that all balls will win. Well, shit. I hate this. Uh, let's be quick on this. I'm going all balls too. Sweet. Uh Nothing, nothing to say. Missing Matty Campbell's uh, big bet there. I, uh, I'm, and you guys coming off a decent day uh, in the last set of games there. Uh, I think you guys got a good chance for that one. So let's move on to game three, seven o'clock. Dirtbags versus Vibe Raiders. Now this one should be tough. I can, I mean, I, I want to go dirtbags because dirtbags just seem on fire. I know you're probably going dirtbags because you said earlier that you don't think there's a better team in the league. But I think that Vibrators can find their stride on any given weekend. And I know Domenico Shin is not going to be there for dirtbags. I don't know what kind of influence that has on his team. They whipped He's us. He's a good player. They tore us to shreds without him. So like they're good without him. Um, I'm kind of tempted to go vibrators just because I think you'll go dirt bags and I just want the other, other pick and who knows what's going to happen on Saturday. That's why we play the games. Fuck it. I'm going vibrators. Well, um, that's what exactly what I was going to do, uh, in this game. Really? Uh, if you want vibrators, I'll go dirt bags. No, no, too late, too late. <laughs> so lock me in for dirt bags. But because uh, we need some kind of differentiation, uh, if the the standings are going to change, yeah, uh, we need it uh, a difference of pick. But yeah, if Kyle's going there, like in the field and on the bat, that's uh, that alone can. Mouseri, if Mouseri puts another yeah, one, yeah, this two guy over. like he smokes the ball too, right? I haven't haven't seen him play much, but uh, so Kyle's team. Any given Saturday, any team can beat any team, right? It's, it's, yeah. It's DSL, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's happened. Number ones have beaten number tens before. I'm sorry, number tens have beaten number ones. Um, I did have a question. Do you remember what did Baker... Yeah, yeah. What did Baker pick for that last one? Uh, Dirtbags. Yeah, okay. Yep, so actually, uh, Baker and I have the exact same picks, so I will stay two points ahead of him. Uh, so that... That game three is a big one. If I can see if I can close the gap on uh, Dustin Waters' lead in the standings. All right. Well, I understand that you were up last night burning the midnight oil as you worked tirelessly for this podcast. Um, I was looking for the goddamn my notes, my notes <laughs> that you're on your papers that you th- fucking throw everywhere. Um, uh, now you put together a little something. I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay, well, I mean, let's, um, you know, remember last week and you popped by and you also left me a giant fucking box of Mockley. 
I sure did, yeah. Right? Uh, how many was that? 12 bottles or 16 bottles? I never had so much mockery in my fridge. <laughs> I don't know how many I gave you, but I bought 20 for 18 bucks. And I, Man, that's a good deal. Uh, but I'll tell you what, you don't fucking put mockery uh, on its side in the fridge. Oh, yeah, it leaks. That shit, like every every single mockery oh, bottle, does it no. leak or what? Yeah, I, I learned that driving home with it, that I can't lay it down on my seat because it'll just like leak every all... last bottle. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, it was in the Did it drip uh, all over your fridge. It was in the uh, the dog, the dog shed fridge. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, but anyways, so I'm dog house, uh, dog house, dog house shed, uh, dog house fridge. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I got a few people over for a barbecue. I usually like to have a beer mm-hmm. uh, for a barbecue, but I didn't have any, and I said, "Well, shit, I'm not going to buy any because I got 18 bottles of mockery in the, in the fridge here." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but you know. Barbecue, you know, you're grilling, it's sunny, you're hot, it's like, uh, yeah. the alcohol kind of brings you down a little bit, right? Uh, okay. it, it puts you, it makes you lethargic. Okay. Uh, and I was thinking, you know, like, what would be a good way to incorporate uh, some kind of alertness with alcohol so you can be, uh, you know, can be up and at them and still consuming alcohol. Still drunk, yeah. So anyways, I started pouring up bowls of makgeolli and I had some, some coffee next to it. Okay. And, uh, you know, I just put in, uh, you know, one part coffee, two parts makgeolli. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made, I invented uh, kafakali. Get out of town. Kafakali. And uh, so the people... Uh, People from Kafakali reached out to me, and uh, they got a little ad space for us this week. <laughs> Is this why you're up at two AM drunk? Oh, well, I was looking for stats and uh, <laughs> Children's Day yesterday, so uh, had a nice, nice dinner, nice dinner with the wife, and uh, so I didn't get to a lot of shit until late. All right. uh, but anyways, uh, let's let's go into our ad from uh, Kafakali. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You want to play it right now? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Every dog had his day, man. Every dog. Hey Dustin, I'm heading out to the Pyeonny Jump. You need anything? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, can I get some seokgang? Maybe one of those cheese sticks? Some coffee? Oh, and uh, makgeolli. Uh, you want me to get coffee and makgeolli? God damn. I wish I could buy two of those in one go. Well, now you can. Introducing coffee and mockery. Kafakali. 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 Kavakali. 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 Available at any DSL field. Enjoy that alert buzz. Kavakali. Oh my god. <laughs> Kavakali, you know, uh, Zach Thomas, you know, uh, the all ball song, you know. Wouldn't want to be in all balls of dust on where my dad. Yeah. You know, he kicked off. Uh, had to get a little something going. Kavakali. Uh, <laughs> again, like, it's too bad we can't have the live reaction. Because I was fucking busting a gut with, with that drop. 
You never you never go wrong with Manana na. No, 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 no. Yeah, such a funny song. Uh, that one will, uh, you know, Zach's song is still floating around in my head. Uh, so maybe we can, we can replace it for a week. Uh, yeah. With Kavakali. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I don't want to disappoint you, Hebsy, but I also put together something, not last night at 2 a.m., but over the weekend. And remember how you were telling me that moments in history... We should try to keep them like inside of like 10 minutes. Seven minutes is ideal formatting. Seven minutes is ideal formatting. Well, you're going to love this, Hebs. It's 18, 18 minutes? <laughs> it's 17 minutes long. Oh, and, I, I mean, yay. And it's not, I mean, I love it. I will stand, I'll, I stand by it and uh, I'm going to play it now. I'm going to put it in this episode, but I, I don't think we'll have time for anything else. This is we'll we'll play it. We'll come back. We'll get a reaction, and that'll be that'll be it for for this week's podcast. Um, unless there's anything else that you think, well, we'll talk about it during the break. All right, so buckle up, get ready. Buckle up. Is this a little uh, little hint to what's coming up? Uh, yes, it stars John Buckleton, otherwise known as Buckley. It's a it's a little piece about. The Dream Park. All right. Remember that day. Looking forward to it. This is a Daegu Dog production. Bark, bark. Welcome to a DSL moment in history. DSL, founded in 2007, has seen countless people grace her stage. These countless people have spawned countless stories. Their accounts are retold here. Daegu dogs are not responsible for any defamation of character, misreported, misleading, or false claims. DSL moments in history are based entirely on actual events in the DSL, but the Daegu dogs should not claim nor strive for 100% accuracy in the retelling of these featured stories or events. The Dream Park 2015 DSL Season 9 Now this is the same season as the Rob McClure DSL moment in history. Be sure to listen to that to gain a fuller understanding of the context. You can go ahead and skip over the Lee Gasgill one. It's not as good as the Rob McClure one. February 2015. Scott Timpano and Dustin Waters are following up on a lead about a new field the league has never played on, located just outside of Yongnam University. As they drive, Scott Timpano marvels at Dustin's driving skill. Upon arrival, two things stood out. The field had turf, and it had lights. Now up until that point, the DSL had never played a night game, and rarely played on turf. Scott and Dustin gleefully went to work booking the field with boyish delight about playing DSL games, quote, under the lights, and branded the field the Dream Park.
little did they know, the place would become a source of nightmares. Back then, the DSL played its games on Sundays, but occasionally the DSL would do back-to-back -back days, playing a full schedule on Saturday and then another full schedule on Sunday. This was to be one of those weekends, and the Dream Park was booked for Saturday, May 30, from 4 p.m. to midnight. day that will live in John Buckley's half-numb face forever. The day of Saturday, May 30th, was a beautiful sunny day. With 10 teams, five games were scheduled to be played in the eight-hour time span, giving each game an hour-and-a-half window with very little room for dilly-dallying. As Game 3 was getting underway, the sun was setting, casting the most remarkable greens and yellows and neon greens and neon yellows into the sky. A good way to imagine the color would be to think about the color of a typical DSL softball and project that straight onto the clouds in vivid splendor. The upcoming game was Hanamana versus All Balls. As the two teams warmed up before the game, All Balls outfielders Darren Smith, Adam Beatty, and Jesu Bay dropped numerous routine fly balls, having lost them in the colors of the sunset. Hanamana outfielders, including Greg DeVillers and Mike Kudra, did the same. The infield was not much better. All Ball's first baseman, Dustin Waters, was having a hard time seeing balls thrown by shortstop Daryl McGee, and Hanamana first baseman, Dave Shama, struggled to track balls thrown by shortstop Zach Thomas and third baseman, Lee Babin. Uh, now, this is John Buckley's joke, but that was the most balls dropped at one time since Wendy Peppercorn made her debut in Sandlot. Fast forward with me to the third inning. With the fifth run on second base, all balls Dan Lacey shoots one to right center where Greg DeVillers grabs it and plants to try to make the throw out at home. Only, he catches the turf with a cleat and tears his ACL. He's out for the season. Fifth inning, all balls John Buckley grounds out to shortstop Zach Thomas, who throws a zinger to the first baseman, who loses sight of it in mid-flight. The next thing the ball contacts is Buckley's orbital socket, which immediately gives way 
as he crumples to the ground, out for the season. But safe at first. Now, one fun side note is that All Balls won that game, 11 to 13, and Zach Thomas was the last out for Hanamana, lining out to a leaping Stacy Martin at second. And knowing how much this must have eaten away at Zach, and considering what Zach had done to Buckley earlier in the game, this felt like fair and equal retribution. Another fun side note is that DeVillers and Buckley both worked at Dongguk University in Gyeongju those days and were able to have surgery and recover together in the Dongguk University Hospital. During that time, several DSLers, in fact, made the trip out to visit them. Right as that hospital became famous for hosting MERS patients in the middle of that epidemic. But that is a whole other story. The Dream Park saw many other injuries that day, including Eric Nash, Adam Aldred, and Elizabeth Keene all getting drilled by comebackers while pitching. It wouldn't be the DSL without Elizabeth Keene getting nearly killed on the pitcher's mound, now would it? Music change. In the ensuing days, All Balls captain Dustin Waters attempts to pick up DSL legend and future Hall of Famer Drew Merchant as a replacement for John Buckley. But Hanamana captain J.O. blocks that move, arguing that DeVillers' injury happened first and he took Drew for himself. Drew became Hanamana and Dustin then suggested to the captains that a fairly unknown Ruben Rodriguez be given a chance to join the league as Buckley's replacement. However, all replacement decisions have to pass through a captain's vote. The following is the actual conversation that ensued in the captain's chat. Dustin. Talked with Ruben Rodriguez, I think that's his name, the guy from the league page, and he's willing to play. So, can I have him for Buckley? Rob. No way, not comparable. J.O. I've played with him a few times, he's not that much of an upgrade on Buckley and Buckley was having his best season OBP-wise this year. I'm a yes. Now, this is huge. Most captains have never seen Ruben, and having J.O. attest to the fairness of his pickup goes a long way. 
Rob. Ha ha ha. It's just not the same level of talent. Big difference in my opinion. Corey. No. Doug. No. No idea who this guy is. Now at this point, it is not looking good. There are three no's and one yes. But now, things start to change. Enzi, yes. Bolger, yes. There is then a small discussion about waitlist options. Timpano, yes. Bill Algio, yes. Nash, yes. Dustin, sweet. Six out of the ten captains voted yes, and therefore Ruben started the following week. And after his first game, it was immediately clear to everyone that Ruben was in the running for best player to ever play in the DSL. It probably happened with the first ball ever hit to him in right field when he no-hop gunned down to runner at third. Or it could have been the several home runs that he hit. Now, many people listening to this in the year 2021 and beyond will perhaps have no idea who John Buckley is. They may be surprised to learn that he played in the DSL for 10 years. They may have heard stories of Shaq Piss Buckley, or they may have seen his name in the DSL Hall of Fame. Many won't know that the name of the league was changed from Daegu Softball League to Buckley Softball League for a few weeks in 2017, or that Buckley once won the Dan Lacey Award for a person you'd most like to have a drink with. Controversially, I will say. But people certainly will know the name Ruben Rodriguez, who has on multiple occasions been the number one overall draft pick, league MVP, league leader in home runs, and captain of Corey Baker's team when Baker was away at raves or Ed Sharon concerts. Hell, if you're listening to this in 2022, he may be your goddamn captain. And you have one park to thank for it. The Dream Park. Where the league played only one time, yet it changed countless lives. What a moment. A truly influential moment in DSL history. And that was a moment in DSL history. Drew's obviously much better than me, too. When it happened, I basically went black, woke up on the ground, and uh, realized nobody really gave a shit. They just like rolled me off the field and were like, go sit over there. I was like, this is kind of a big deal, guys. Like, I'm kind of fucking hurt here. I mean, I was in the hospital for fucking like six hours waiting to be seen with like a bunch of drunk a-holes like ripping their IVs out of their arms and stuff so it was a pretty miserable day.
And then the next, I think the next, uh, I guess it was the next weekend, I, I came out with my crumpled face because I hadn't had surgery yet and watched Ruben just jacking dingers over the fucking field and being like, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty uh, apples and oranges uh, <laughs> trade. Yeah, they made me like keep teaching my class. So I, I, it was like prison release. Like I looked like a stroke victim, like I couldn't even talk, like half of my face is just drooping to one side and then it... And like literally, like try explaining to your students why it looks like you were in a just massive bar brawl without making it seem like you did something shady. I'm like, no, no, I just got hit in the face with a ball. <laughs> De Villers was, we weren't like sharing a room, it wasn't like grumpy old men. Guys showed up during the MERS outbreak, and then funny thing is, all the Korean wives were like, there was like a big scuttlebutt about like, let's not let Drew and Dustin and Kudra like come back into the league because they went to the hospital and visited Buckley. MERS actually worked out to my benefit because um, nobody was in the. I had like one roommate. I remember being kind of annoyed at first because it was expensive. It cost like $3,000. DSL, I think I got like 150 bucks or something, which at the time I was like, sweet, that'll, that'll really help my $3,000 bill, but... I don't even know if I got the DSL money or not. I may have pocketed it. Yeah, uh, like you said, uh, my half of my face is still completely numb. I haven't felt my uh, two front teeth for six years, and I have like a big metal girder holding my eye socket together. But uh, you guys got Ruben, so <laughs> yeah. good, good, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in pictures, like sometimes I'll see a picture and I'll be like, God, I look like fucking sloth from Goonies. Sometimes, like my, my eyes, like all crooked. I didn't like get out of the hospital until like 6 in the morning, it was fucking miserable. Hit in the face, pushed aside, basically given like an ice pack and just told to chill out. Alright, that's uh, that's as I remember it. Fuck, that'd be a horrible like DSL and then take one right in the face like that. Yeah, like there's people that like get a like fucking bloody nose or... Yeah, this go on. I'm I'm recording. Oh, we're recording. Shit, you gotta let me fucking know. Uh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what could have made uh, that better is John Buckley doing the whole saying the whole thing, right? Yeah, saying the whole account. Uh, I thought himself. about that. He was there. I recorded uh, it in front of him. I was at his house. I just had. I wanted him to listen to it. That and hear uh, it. the candid interview snippets uh, at the end was. Uh, was the best part for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? Seventy minutes, uh, way too long. But <laughs> but I liked it because uh, you know I'm listening and it brings me back to that field. Like I remember that. Uh, think Adam Aldrich took one right in the forearm. Yeah. Like uh, also uh, Nash, I think one took one in the the head. Yeah. I think he was wearing the helmet because Nash he was like uh, pre. I think- that's the first place I ever saw the helmet make an appearance. Yeah, because Nash was like, you know, because these DSL hitters, like, 
some of them they're not they don't place the ball they just know to hit it hard and it goes right at the pitcher so finally we got we got a net that wouldn't right. help Buckley's no not at all I wonder if the net might have interfered there uh, as Zach's thrown from third and trying to gun first maybe. Zach was at short Zach was playing short, short. Okay, Babin yeah. was at third but so that's one of the wouldn't have hit the net. Uh, the net wouldn't have saved them. Uh, like doing the research to make these episodes brings me back to that moment, and then I get lost in just trying to convey all the idiosyncrasies of like those moments of the DSL. Like I, I kind of forgot that we used to play on Saturday and Sunday. We do full games each days. Uh, just even like looking up, like oh, Babin was on that team. Oh, right, like. It's it's a it's a uh, good speaking memory. Speaking of which, what what do you prefer now, uh, Saturdays or Sundays? Oh, I prefer Saturdays. Um, I remember back in the day, uh, you know, used to be uh, Sunday Fun Day, which was which was a great way to uh, to do Sunday. And that time I was uh, was working at the Hagwan, and that started like three on Monday, so you could you could get away with a, a Sunday Fun Day. But now I like Saturdays. Uh, I kind of. I don't know about the new time. Uh, I I might rather have it early, or I'm okay. Like a night game is cool too. So uh, well, I'm not sure my preference there uh, at this point. I mean, us switching to Saturday wasn't like a choice that the league made. Like, hey, now we're going to play on Saturdays. We're at the mercy of fields. So yeah, if fields just started getting booked on Sunday, we got kicked off of some of our old favorite fields, and then there were just a lot of openings on Saturday. So it just made sense. Hey, let's just play on Saturday. And then same with the time change this year. I would also like to start playing at 10 a.m. and be done with the day and get home for the evening. But um, field's not open at that time. So we took the spot that we could. And and yeah, that's kind of a lot of it is kind of dictated to us. Not now, really I'll tell you, um, all the beefs I, I do have, I do not have any beefs with, uh, with you guys organizing the fields and stuff. Because, yeah, like we're at the mercy, as you mentioned. So uh, anyway, another season uh, um, going on right now. Another another great season after uh, first four games. You got anything else to uh, close out with? No, I don't think so. I really enjoyed the week off. I mean, I enjoyed the hell out of the week off. You know, just sitting at home all day, not going up to the field, not being responsible for anything. But I'm a little antsy now. I, I want to get back up there. I want to see my friends. I want to hit balls, catch balls. And um, I'm, I'm glad that, that we're playing again this weekend. Yeah, well, we'll see everyone out there on the field uh, this Saturday. Good luck. Uh, good luck to everyone, uh, especially, uh, well, I can't say uh, good times over <laughs> on my team. But the teams that you Good picked. luck. Good luck to the uh, yourself, all balls in uh, Game 2 and Dirtbags in Game 3. Uh, that's it. Uh, Hebsy signing out here. Uh, Dustin, take us home. Well, that was another episode of the Daegu Dogs. For Dustin Waters, I'm Chris Hebbs saying, Bark, bark. Whoop, whoop.